Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're continuing our Week 17 talk. Got seven more games for you. We, you did, if you don't hear the game you want on today's show, go check out yesterday's. We have seven more from then. And we'll jump into Panthers, Washington, start this thing off. How about Panthers winning 20 to 13? Washington uh, looked like they were going to get the NFC East. Now they're in a tie with the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. And that's what happens when you have Dwayne Haskins now starting, who's found him, decides to just go to a strip club this week and hang out. That guy's a bust if there ever was one. <laughs> For the Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater threw a touchdown, threw a pick, 197 yards. Mike Davis ran one in, 14 carries, 28 yards. Not, not the greatest there. And Robbie Anderson caught a touchdown. Curtis Samuel caught five of 106, ran seven for 52. So he had a pretty solid game. But, you know, Mike Davis has got that touchdown saved you. He hasn't been as good lately as he was, you know, early on in that stretch. But, hey, he still – he saved some people if you lost McCaffrey, but – wasn't great for Washington. How about the Dwayne Haskins 14 to 28, 154, no touchdowns, two picks, gets pulled and just ugly. Antonio Gibson comes back in this one, 10 carries, 61 yards. JD McKissick, eight catches, 77 yards of touchdown. McKissick's been a good find this year if you've been playing him, but eh, not really much here. You know, they don't really go Terry McLaurin today, no Alex Smith. If this team, if this team makes the playoffs, that is ridiculous. It would be really big. It's either them or the Cowboys at this point. I mean, I don't know who deserves them more, to be quite honest. It's pretty Cowboys have more talent, but they've been – I mean, they're a far bigger disappointment than Washington. So, I don't know who I'm rooting for. Speaking of – Cowboys are the next game here, which is – I do have to say, before we move on, Washington, very – I mean, they're – all over the place, right? I, I don't but, want to call them a garbage fire because they've done way better than they should have. But there's a lot of interesting names on this roster. What names, especially when we're talking about like J.D. McKissick or yep. Logan Thomas or Antonio Gibson, there's a lot of people on here. Who is actually worthwhile next year and who is just a product well, of having a bad team? The crazy thing is I think there's actually some interesting players here. Like I do think Antonio Gibson's going to be – okay, Antonio Gibson's going to be good – I, I think he should be good. Antonio Gibson's going to get overranked. He's going to get overvalued. I can see it happening already. Like, I uh, I put out some running back rankings too, you know, for 2021. And Antonio Gibson didn't make his way into my top 15. And people are all up in arms about it. But Antonio Gibson not being in my top 15. But, I, you know, he's just not there for me. It's not the greatest of teams. That doesn't mean he's not a good player, and I wouldn't like. To, I would still like to have him, but I'm not going to like to have him at the value he's going to go for. I'll say that. I still like the player, um, Terry McLaurin. I still really believe in Terry McLaurin, and I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. But even if it's Alex Smith, I actually feel better if it's Alex Smith next year. If Alex Smith is the quarterback and they give him a, a chance to play for a year, I actually like this team a lot better because I think he can make the talent work. With um, and if they bring back McKissick, McKissick and PPR is really going to be solid too. I actually think. There's some interesting pieces to this team. And Logan Thomas, even with how depleted tight end is, Logan Thomas isn't a terrible player. If they just need the right quarterback 
and maybe that's going to be Alex Smith for a year if they don't. You know, I don't know who they're going to draft. All the, the top guys are going to be gone early. They need to get rid of Haskins. But, you know, it's funny. There's actually some interesting offensive talent on this team. Yeah, so. I, I agree with it. It's going to be very interesting. I think if Alex Smith was playing this game, they win it. Yeah. That's, you know, whatever. But I, I do have to say Taylor Henneke, um, yeah, 12 for 19, 100, 137 and a touchdown, no interceptions. It's better than Haskins. Yeah, better than Haskins. But, yeah, I think Alex Smith, he may not shine day in, day out, uh, but he doesn't usually have a bad game. And I think – better for him. It shows you in the NFL if you're if you're if you don't bite yourself, you know, I mean, if you don't stumble on your own accord, then usually you have a, a shot at winning. Yep. That is what would have happened, only losing by a touchdown to a Carolina team that is not very good themselves. Uh next up Cowboys win 37-17 over the Eagles. Andy Dalton threw for 377 yards and three touchdowns. And early, early out of the year when we were saying that Dak got hurt that we thought Andy Dalton could at least step in and be solid. This is what we thought, right? Like he could be, he could be decent. Um, yeah, I thought you know. this was going to happen way earlier. Right, <laughs> Dalton too little, too late, man. <laughs> well, so Gallup, Gallup caught six balls for one twenty-one and two touchdowns. Where's this guy? Where has he been all year? You know. Well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, they have a lot of talent yeah. on this team. I don't know what they've been doing yep. with all of it, but and well, the big one. Let's be honest, Zeke. What he fin- I mean, he didn't get in the end zone, but he finally had a good rushing game, 19 for 105. Yep. And on top of that, what, where was he? Yeah, four for 34. Yardage finally was had a good game, but you're yep. playing against the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Finally, the talent showed up today for once. You know? Yeah, but then these teams playing each other, like the ones that are so up and down and, and, and you know, Jalen Hurst has a, a wonderful game. Now he has a very so-so game. This is what you worry about when you're when you're doing this. This is all over the all over the map. Jalen Hurts, another one. I'll bring up my ranks for next year when I put some early ranks. He's not in my top ten quarterbacks. Okay, people well, are wondering why all, he's not in my top ten quarterbacks. First of all, who's wondering what? More than one no. person. More than one person commented. First of all, <laughs> hard disagree. We talk about if Herbert was uh, was like you know the bottom end. That should tell you enough that we haven't seen enough from Jalen Hurts. First of all. I know they had one amazing game, but we're getting way too ahead of ourselves on very young, young talent. It's um, yeah. Somebody's wrote Jalen hurts question mark. Another put hurts will be on there for top no, 10. not in the top 10. Then I mean, somebody else give, give me hurts all day. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, he might be a good pick, but he'll be a good pick later on. It says if Jalen hurts is confirmed as a starter, would you rank him as top 10? No, no, I'm, just I'm I'm just not. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm just not. I'm just not. Somebody then also said they're going to take Dak as the number one quarterback. So there we go. No. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay. I mean, Hertz is a, he's interesting. He's definitely interesting uh, for sure. But there's Great there's a, yeah. I just wonder. Wait till if teams figure him out at all. We'll see if they can. Um, let's say also this one. Miles Sanders by 15 for 57 and a touchdown. Sean Jackson hey caught a touchdown. 81 yards. Gotcha. Also, in our in our group chat, um, Jeff, uh, uh, John is having a meltdown right now after he <laughs> lost. He lost. He didn't win the title. He's currently having a meltdown. So it's good to see. Very good to see. <laughs> you love to see it, don't you? I love it. Uh, meltdowns are fun. All right. <laughs> I experienced one myself not too long ago. <laughs> Next up, Seahawks, Rams. Seahawks win 20 to 9. Rams have really been bad lately. Uh, Seahawks really offensively haven't been great either. 
Russell Wilson, 225 and a touchdown. He threw that touchdown to Jacob Hollister. Metcalf went six for 59. I don't know what happened to the Seattle offense. This is not the same one that was going on earlier in the year. Chris Carson, 16 for 69. I don't even know how to explain it. Honestly, I don't know what, what happened here. Um, they just have not been. I mean, Russell Wilson, those first like three, the first five weeks of the season, he was great. First three weeks of the season, he was he threw 14 touchdowns in the first three games. And even, I don't know. But now for the last five weeks, he's only thrown one touchdown in a game. I, I don't know what happened. It's not like they can't say schedule either because some of the three of those games where he threw one touchdown, Philadelphia, Giants, and Washington. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but they, they won the NFC West. So they can yeah, win. They still had a good record, but I'm, I'm in the boat with you. I have no idea. I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens in the playoffs because maybe this is a strategic move, but if it is, you think that they would have more, more carries for it, more rushing yards or something in order to go that way of like, all right, we're going to pull back on the gas on here. We're going to slow the game down because we're getting beat up, whatever it may be. It doesn't seem like that though. Chris Carson, 16 carries. That's not above normal. And then you have uh, three by Russell Wilson, three by Penny, two by Carlos Hyde. Those are not numbers that suggest that they're, they're changing up their route. I mean, he had 32 passing attempts. They're just not getting it done. I don't, I'm in your boat. I'm really confused, really wondering what's going to happen. It's at the end of the year, so we don't have to worry about it for fantasy. No. Anymore. But it's a weird one. It very hey, Here we go. Maybe it just brings Russell's value down again next year. And we can oh, 100% will. <laughs> 100% will. And again, I can get him. Like, right. this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen again. So and then for the Rams side of things, just ugly day. Goff, 234, zero touchdowns of pick. Daryl Henderson was the main back, 12 for 62. Cooper Cup, 8 for 66. Not much going on for the Rams. They've been pretty poor lately. So how about we move over to Friday? Let's move over to a Friday game. Saints-Vikings. Saints, Saints win 52-33 behind Alvin Kamara's six. Six touchdowns. Right? Six touchdowns. And he also had um, 172 total yards. Right. Could have been seven touchdowns if they didn't run with Taysom Hill the one can time. We, can we just put this on ice right now? He is the MVP of the year. Like, he was already a top three back. He puts up this kind of performance. He is going to be the reason the reason we lost in a lot of the relegation leagues, which is fine for us. That is great. Uh, but we played Kamara in, I think we're in five of the whatever title games, and we played him in three of them. Yeah, right. We're going to lose because of him. So that is awesome. He was phenomenal. How often do you get to see six touchdowns? But that guy, you know what? He played consistent throughout the year, and then he he saved the best for last. He won a lot of titles for people. Kudos to him. That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, even even outside of that, I mean, it wasn't like a lost game for anyone else. Kirk Cousins had a very good game, if we're jumping over to the other yeah. side, because let's be honest, Alvin Kamara was the entire yeah. offense on, on that side. Emmanuel Sanders did have four for 83. Jared Cook, three for 82, just to round it out. Latavius Murray, 12 for 72. Taysom Hill had one rushing touchdown. Um, other side of it, though, Kirk Cousins, 27 for 41, 291, and three touchdowns, trying his best <laughs> to keep up with the offense that was the Saints. Could not do it, but he had a very good game. And then uh, because of that, hey, Adam Thielen had a touchdown. Irv Smith, 
I want to talk about him just for a quick second. He's a very interesting po- prospect. Yes. I've been kind of talking about him for the last couple of years because it takes tight ends a couple of years. You're probably sick of me hearing talk about this, but <laughs> it does take a few years for a tight end to really catch on. He was always one that I said he has it if if you know if it's going to work out in Minnesota. He's really coming around, and tight end is very thin. He is a very fun prospect to watch for. I'm, I'm really interested in him for next year. Yes. He's one of those tight I like those are the tight ends I usually go after and try to hit on that player. He, he might be that one next year. Yes. And finally, and because he got nine targets, that's what I'm looking for. Like you do have feeling he's going to get his Justin Jefferson phenomenal rookie year. He's going to get his Irv Smith has finally worked himself up into that third spot. That's where I want him. Cause guess what? In the red zone, especially now that Rudolph doesn't really catch those, he could really be that guy. He caught two today. I don't expect that every week but he should be a red zone target that gives makes him very dangerous next year, which I love. And then Delvin Cook, I don't think we expect anything less, but 15 for 73 in the touchdown. I can honestly say that's a down game for him, which is right. my blow. Yep. He's probably number two in the MVP. He's going to be right there. <laughs> him or Henry, I don't know. Oh, no, just another solid game for him too. All right, how about this Saturday games? Started off with Lions, Bucks. Jeez. Oh, Bucks went 47 to 7. Tom Brady didn't even have to play the second half. So Tom Brady, these numbers were first half numbers. 22 for 27, 348 yards and four touchdowns in the first half. Blaine Gabbert came in and threw two touchdowns in the second half. So Mike Evans caught 10 balls for 181 and two touchdowns. Godwin five for 84 and a touchdown. Gronk two for 58, both of them touchdowns. And Tony Brown four for 35, touchdown. Hard to even hear that again. It was hard enough watching it the first time. Around. Lions, I'm not even going to talk about them. Like, literally, there's nothing to talk about for them. Uh, well, there was a <laughs> – it was actually in one of our threads, texting-wise, but uh, one of the local papers was talking about how <laughs> – it was like, is Detroit going to become the most historically horrible NFL team to ever play? And they listed out a bunch of rankings and a bunch of stats and all that. And I was like, you could literally just – the last five years, you could literally take away – like just re-put the stats in that first paragraph and publish that every time. And people will be like, yeah, probably like that. That is how upsetting they have been with a lot of talent, by the way, I should say a lot of talent that could do really good things on other teams. Very upsetting. You should never get blown out this bad. Uh, it does show Tom Brady. Is he ready for a playoff run? I mean, seriously, I would like to know this because I think everyone is down to this. They're 10 and five they are capable of putting up very, very big numbers. They are stacked when it comes to the offensive, you know, playmaking ability, and they have a pretty good defense when they're playing well. What do you actually think of their chances for a Super Bowl? I mean, they're going to think whatever, but I think they have just as good a chance as many in the NFC. I don't I mean, right now the Packers are what, like probably the one seed and I mean, Packers are fine, but I think anybody is anybody's game. If, if they, you know, these receivers if, if you have to pick it right now, who do you think who do you think would come out of the NFC? I mean, probably not going to pick the Bucks. Man, this is actually really tough. I um, truly don't know who I'd. I guess maybe maybe it would be the Packers right just this second, just because of how well Rodgers has been playing. Probably probably I'm probably going to pick the Packers today, but. I don't know. I'm not like overwhelmingly for the Packers, but I'd probably pick them. Yeah, probably the Packers. But I mean, 
not the people that really aren't that scary in the East or in the NFC right now. They just aren't. I mean, like we talked about, the Seahawks haven't been great lately. Saints are. I mean, they've been Saints. I mean, they did good against the Vikings, but I'm not, you know, completely sold on them either. But yeah, probably Packers. Bucks have just as good a chance as any, though. Here's a question then. Outside of the Chiefs in the AFC, who are you actually looking at? Because outside of them, the Steelers have been falling. The Bills, yeah. scary, it's, but can do Chiefs. well. The Titans are kind of in the same boat. Like, what what are you thinking here? Ravens, maybe they're the dark Honestly, horse of it. Chiefs, I just feel like the Chiefs are too good. Even though they haven't been, again, overwhelming a lot of games, I think the Chiefs are just the team. Okay, sure, but outside of them, because I think they're everyone's Outside of them, it's honestly probably Baltimore, and they might not even make the playoffs. I, I love that. I actually love that pick. That is a ballsy pick. It I, probably is Baltimore, if they, but yeah, they might not even be in the playoffs, which is crazy. But I think they'll get there. I think they get there. It's one of those others that drops out, but yeah. All right, how about Niners-Cardinals? Niners went 20-12. Cardinals... I mean, all they do is win this thing, and they have a really good chance to make the playoffs, but now they're right there with the Bears. They might not make the playoffs here. 49ers, uh, C.J. Beathard threw for 182, three touchdowns. Jeff Wilson gets his first, like, real chance, and he gets 22 carries, 183 yards. I mean, San Francisco is like, they can just bring whatever running back you want and give them all the carries, and this guy will be good. At least they used to be able to do that. And there, look at Jeff Wilson. We've been talking about this guy forever. Never really gets a chance, and he finally does, and People played, and he caught one one catch for 21 yards and a touchdown. So he got a touchdown, too. 204 yards and a touchdown. Just a massive game for Jeff Wilson. And George Kittle comes back. How about that? Four for 92. But they, they win, and Kyler Murray disappoints. 31 of 50, 247, no touchdowns and a pick. He did run for 75 yards, which helps. Drake ran in a touchdown off 18 carries, 45. Christian Kirk led the way seven for 76 and DeAndre Hopkins eight for 48. Ugly game for the Cardinals. I don't really know what to say about that. It, they, they've been a lot like the Seahawks who, you know, the offense has just kind of fallen off a little bit here at the end. Um, I, I've said it a bunch, but I just want to be on record one more time. I think I really do think the 49ers are going to be scary good next year. I think so I think too. They're gonna make a real run at it. They're, the fact that they're six and nine right now and they've had as many injuries as they had is unbelievable. Yes. But uh, Dolphins, Raiders, Dolphins win this thing 26-25. They bench Tua, bring in White Ryan Fitzpatrick. They, they have the weirdest handling of these quarterbacks. and But Fitzpatrick gets the win for them there. And, you know, but they needed the win. They so got the I win. It to them, yeah. but man. It's been a weird Whoop. handling of this. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work out, but Miles Gaskin was a story here. 87 yards on the ground. 82 yards through the air with two touchdowns. So if you play Miles Gaskin, he had a big day there. He, he was pretty much the offense. So, I mean, it was Miles Gaskin. And for the Raiders, Derek Carr, 336 and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, 13 carries, 69 yards. Nelson Aguilar, 55 for what? 855 with a big touchdown. So Aguilar has been, you know, he's been a lot better than any of us expected. I'll say that. And he's been usable many weeks. Uh, yeah, he has. They've had a. They've had some good players on their team, but the the collapse of Las Vegas, the Raiders, has been one of the more interesting, like teams to watch or things to happen. Right. I, I don't know what to. Uh, it's kind of like what you were talking about before. Like what happened to the Seahawks? Yep. Like that didn't cost them wins, but they definitely went down a notch. 
Uh, do you have any idea of what really happened with the Raiders? Because they were hot. They were looking good. They were playing very tough against good competition. And then they just went on a giant losing streak and they couldn't get it back. What, what do you, what do you think? I mean, what do you assort? I mean, is this a thing where they were just hot for half a year or are I don't they going to think- come back next year and be, be kind of that, that team that we saw earlier in the year? I think this is more what they are, to be honest. I don't think Derek Carr can really get them too far at this point. Um, this is kind of what they are. I'm, I'm, you know, around a 500 team. Win some, lose some. You know, that's about where they're going to be. So, all right. How about actually one more game? We got one more game. Sunday night game. Packers Titans. So Packers win 40 to 14. Just a really big win there. Really good win for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers threw 21 to 25, 231, four touchdowns through three of them to Devontae Adams, 11 for 142. That is, a, I mean, he, if you look at the catches in this game, in the targets in this game, 12 targets go to Adams. The next best in targets is Aaron Jones with three. And then you got Tanya and, and Lazard and, oh, shoot. My God, Tavon Austin getting two targets. That's a name I've heard. I mean, it's just all going to Devontae Adams and you can't stop it. The biggest story of this thing, A.J. Dillon, where did this come from? 21 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, where did I, – I mean, that that's a completely out-of-nowhere thing right there, A.J. Dillon. And, it, and Aaron Jones, 10 for 94. So they were just running all over Tennessee. But, I mean, this could right here say the Packers would be like, ah, we don't need to pay Aaron Jones. <laughs> that's a real worry for next year, without a doubt. And this is this is the game. This is like a very hallmark game to be like, we deserve to be the number one, right. you know, the number one team on that side. Uh, I do have to say, very disappointing. I mean, I realize it was definitely a cold winter game. This was in Lambeau, correct? I'm right. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, they had snow on the ground. And they yeah, snow. It was, it was a rough one. So I do give, you know, but they you beat think, down Tennessee. I mean, would, it wasn't even close. You would think the way Tennessee has played in the past, this is this would be great for them. Just they should. They should be able right? to. Yeah, exactly. You should be able to. I mean, and it's not like Derrick Henry didn't do fine. He had 23 carries for 98 yards. Uh, they they couldn't get the passing game going, which Aaron Rodgers could. Where he's used to the cold. But uh, this is interesting for me. The only thing that makes me hesitant to say Packers all the way, like push my chips into the middle, all in, is, and no one has stopped him yet. I'll give no, them that. They can't. But st- they just keep going to Devonta Adams. That's all. That's all they did. If they're able to take him away, are they able to go somewhere else? Or are they only doing it because they're – Well, no, if, if they can figure out a way to stop Devontae Adams, I think the Packers are going to be in a little bit of trouble. A uh, little bit. Very weird one. I mean, 12-3. and three. Can you this imagine? A lot like last year, though. Where... Can you imagine if they actually get Rodgers a second receiver? What... <laughs> I like I almost took the bait. I was almost like, oh, I wish. No, I mean, like – I immediately was like, they cut off, they cut off this year. But um, right. yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh, they could have Justin Jefferson, right? Oh, without there's so many, so many wide receivers you could have had as number two. Now, uh, I mean the big, I mean that is gonna be the big question if they do not, I mean, just win it in general this year. It is going to be, I mean, it's got to be, it's gonna be one of those things. Like we could have added another player 
that would have made either the defense a little yeah. bit better and now you got, the offense that much more dynamic. Then you get Jordan Love, who's never going to play because Aaron Rodgers is not done. <laughs> He's not yeah, going just, to be done. Once again, I, 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 this is brutal. I don't want to go back to that, but all I keep thinking is if they win it, that is the only way to justify the pick because they're 12 and three. Crazy. Yeah, they should have done it. Uh, and then, yeah, for the Titans, ugly day for Tannehill. 11 for 24, 121 touchdown on a pick, two picks. Not good for him. Derrick Henry led the way, 23 carries, 98 yards, but doesn't get in the end zone. But, yeah, not a good day for Tennessee. But, all right, that is it for week 16. That's our final recap of the season here because we, we're not going to really recap week 17 because there's not much fantasy going on there. But we will do a mailbag show if, if there's people out there with questions yet. We'll do a mailbag show. We're going to record it Tuesday night. So if you have, if you are playing week 17, or maybe even have like DFS questions for week 17, if you have any kind of questions, or I mean, this could be the time to get in your dynasty questions, you know, that kind of stuff, whatever you got for us, get over to Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit, leave your questions there. We'll have a post going, go to YouTube.com slash fantasy football profit. You put a post them on the, on this episode, do those things. Um, we'll have some, we'll, you know, try to answer your questions for this final week of the NFL season. And then next week, We'll be back with one episode. We'll do our, our postseason awards before we take a little bit of a, a little brief hiatus for the you know couple months, maybe a month and a half-ish, while there's really nothing going on. Uh, Fantasy-wise, there's going to be NFL football, but yeah, we're, we're here to talk fantasy. So we'll let, that, we'll let the playoffs play out and then come back after the playoffs. But all right, that will do it. We'll talk to you guys Tuesday night.